Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to BS. It is 8.30 at night on a Friday, and I can't even just sit down to relax because... Princess Donut, the first of her name, Destroyer of Worlds, uh, decides to be a crackhead. I can't even, like, sit down, play some Wii. You know, yeah, I, I still have the Wii, thank, thankfully, because, you know, I mean, I do have a series. I have an Xbox Series X. Thanks, John. But, um, you know, I'm not big into new games, so I just got Metroid Prime 3 today. So that's exciting. But, you know, um, emergency catnip does come in handy sometimes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? We're coming to you from the beaches of lovely Long Island, New York. And it's time to BS with Daniel Smooth. How you guys doing? It is a wonderful time. Uh, thankfully, it is Friday, as I said before. So it's it's a lovely football Friday. And it's exciting. I sound terrible because it is September 22nd, 2023, and my allergies are kicking my ass. So if I sound horrible, that's why. My throat's been killing me. My sinuses are killing me. And I, I, I can't breathe. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Uh, brought to you by our friends over at Lot Terrain Watches. Use the promo code Time to BS at LotTerrain.com for some sweet deals over on the website. Get some stylish new watches that are American made and will sure make you stand out. Use the promo code BellyUpFantasy in all caps at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order and clean your undercarriage with glory and pride. 
Looks great. Trust me on that. Uh, use the promo code BILLOUT20 at candidips.com for 20% off your next order of cannabis-infused pouches grown in the sunny state of California. This podcast is also sponsored by Swift Lifestyles. Get your eSports supplements today and use the promo code time to bs at SwiftLifestyles.com for some sweet deals to keep your game on. And download the free Hugh Stadium app and talk with the best sports fans, plus even some great prizes. And, you know... Uh, Talk some smack and uh, debate your team, debate your team's fanhood with pride. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Uh, so we start off today with um, the weirdest bit of news I've heard in hockey uh, in hockey land for quite some time. Yes, it is September, which you know it's nice, crisp, cool air. Starting to see some hockey news going around. Basketball's it's going to start soon. But also, we're starting to see training camp open up in the NHL. And you, you, you know, might notice a particular team in Ohio has been circulating the news as of last week or so. Um, because the Columbus Blue Jackets pulled uh, some grade A fuckery. Um, well, they did, uh, their former coach did. So the name Mike Babcock may sound familiar to you. Um, for some of you old school fans, he was a great coach for the Detroit Red Wings during the last part of their great empire. Um, won a cop there in Detroit, uh, left Detroit guys sound horrible to coach the Maple Leafs, uh, had a terrible first year, but, you know, did help them get back to glory, you know, having Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and William Nylander, and uh, a certain John Tavares fellow certainly helps in that regard. Uh, but he was also fired by Toronto. And we may have wondered when to how we'd see him in coaching again. And then reports come out that he's also a piece of shit to his players. Uh... Which I get it. I, I I I absolutely get it sometimes. But like, Jesus, what is that noise? Sounds like fireworks. It's in in late September. That's confusing. All right, that's a little fucking weird. But what do you know? Anyway, so um. The Blue Jackets were without a coach for a little bit because, you know, they were effing terrible last year. Uh, despite signing Johnny Gaudreau, which was one of the weirder free agent moves I've ever seen. Um, and they decided to go out and hire Mike Babcock. And, three, and, like, sometime later, he was without a job. He resigned as head coach of the Blue Jackets. Now, you may be wondering to yourself, Why? Why would such an experienced head coach be forced to resign without playing a preseason game? Here's what happened. Uh, the captain of the Maple Leafs is Boone Jenner, longtime player with, with in Columbus. Um, and my Babcock's form of getting to know his players was uh, asking them to see their phones and see their families. Um, now, that's what we know. What happened? Obviously, there could have been more that has not been released yet. 
but this is what we know. My Babcock is apparently a piece of shit to his players and uses his power and his big dick energy to get a hold of, uh, you know, show Moo's boss and essentially be a... Be the dominant force today, and uh, good lord, Donut is awake from her catnip. Okay, you have fun with that. Um, but this is a this is a constant running theme with the NHL. Uh, perfect fucking example. Uh, Pierre Laviolette, who's been a head coach for twenty years, I think. Uh, he's now coaching the Rangers. Uh, if you want another example. Do you remember the name Ken Hitchcock? Hall of Famer. All likelihood. Uh, I think his top five in wins in, in NHL history. Last coach. Well, he had his last. His last real great tender was with the Dallas Stars for a little while. I believe, to my knowledge, I'm going to Google this real quick. Ken Hitchcock, so I'm not wrong about this. Um, he last coached with, yeah, he last coached the Stars, um, and retired a year exactly a year later. Uh, by the way, it also he came out of retirement to. Coached the Edmonton Oilers on November 20th, 2018. So, it's one of the weirdest things that that we can say. Ken Hitchcock is one of the weirdest examples. Uh, There's also another one that you can probably... Randy Carlisle's probably another one. Bruce Boudreaux's another one. But the NHL does this weird thing where they recycle old coaches. I wouldn't be surprised if Scotty Bowman comes out of retirement and coaches, yeah, I don't know, Columbus right now. I wouldn't be surprised. Now you're starting to see it a little bit with teams like, ironically, the Islanders. You're starting to see a little bit of it. With, uh, with Carolina. The best example is the Hurricanes. Because Ron Brindamore is a very good coach. He's also a former player. But that's probably the best example of this whole thing. But, I don't know. This, this whole thing just doesn't surprise me at all. About this whole thing. Uh, my Babcocking job doesn't surprise me. Anyway... Um, what else is in the news today? Jesus, Donut, calm down. Uh, I thought the catnip was supposed to help. Good Lord. It's like a full-on Miami acid party. Good Lord. Uh, former AEW wrestler and inaugural TBS champion, Jade Cargill is uh, signing with WWE. Uh, she had her last televised match last week on a rampage it was expected that she was going to go to WWE um and we're starting to see this 
new wave of just young talent coming into WWE where it's like, oh yeah, how you doing? Uh, prime example of this is Rhea Ripley. Uh, you're starting to see like this new age of like, oh, we're, we're out with the old and with the new kind of ordeal. You know what I'm saying? It's... Which is weird because, you know, this happens, but this happens in business all the time. It's weird for, like, you know, younger fans. They're like, oh, John, you know, Mo. What's his face? Uh, Roman Reigns is still around? No, it's more no. Oh, Cody Rhodes is going to dethrone him in all likelihood. But this whole thing of, oh, we're starting to see the the downfall of AEW. Let's be honest here. It's been happening for quite a bit. But you never know. The grass is probably isn't greener on the other side, Jade. You never know. But I I just wanted to bring this in because this is the second big time AEW wrestler that has jumped ship to WWE. I think first since Cody Rhodes, I believe could be wrong. I don't know, but is it's just, it's just nice to see, you know, it's just, I, I like to think of it as, Oh, wrestling is in a boom. It's not just AEW versus WWE. It's Oh, wrestling. It's cool. It's nice to see, you know, Shout out to uh, Long Island's own Iron Sav- uh, Bronson over the Iron Savages, who had a uh, AEW World Tag Team Title match against FTR. Shout out to you guys. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Next up, trust the process. After all. Last week I mentioned um, I'm not ready to panic on the Seahawks after a terrible, terrible loss to the Rams in week one at home. This past Sunday, while I was on my lovely way to Manhattan to watch a uh, delightful performance on Broadway of Wicked, which is surprisingly still on Broadway. Amazing. But prior to that show, I managed to catch a little bit of Seattle winning in overtime in Detroit. 37-31. Defense got better. The offense is clicking. Things look nice. Love to see it. You love to see it. Again, it's a week-by-week basis. The perks with football is that is as I said, a week-by-week basis. You're, it's not like baseball where you have to, oh, shit, play the next day or in six hours, like on, on back-to-back games, like or in one day. Or like, you know, hockey where it's like, oh, shit, your goaltender goes down, you're fucked. Like, it is a week-by-week basis. Now, the injury report for this weekend against Carolina and against Andy Dalton because Bryce Young is hurt. Uh, the injury report may say otherwise, but, you know, it's... Uh, what are you going to do? Process. It is a lengthy, lengthy process. So if Andy Dalton somehow throws seven touchdowns against the Seattle defense, then I will panic. Knowing my luck, this is exactly what's going to happen. Next up. Who is this Puka Nakua fellow, and why is why must I form a tribe for this man? 
the Rams may have just found another gem at wide receiver. Undrafted free agent, I believe, from BYU, uh, Puka Nukua, who two weeks ago against the very same Seahawks, I mentioned in the previous segment, um, had 110 yards of receiving, I believe. I was like, who is this man? I texted Jack, like, who is this man, and why must we form a tribe for Puka Nakua? Sounds nice. It's like that old Ugandan Knuckles meme. Do you know the way? You know that? You know that meme? Remember that? Puka no the way. That's not racist. It's a meme. It's an old meme. It's an old meme from from an ancient time, pre-COVID. It's wonderful. We must know the way. I love that meme. I do. This is great. So, I guess we're going to call it the tribe of Pukadokua. But we have to say it like that. Where is this man from? I must know. To the internet. Pukadokua. Uh, Pukadokua is... Played at Washington and BYU. He's, he's from Utah. That's funny. I'm gonna. This man is from fucking Utah? That was something I did not expect. Wow. Uh, He also has the NFL record for most receptions in a game by a rookie wide receiver with 15. As he has to score a touchdown. Played in Washington for two years. He's from fucking Utah? What the fuck? Wow. Wow. That is, um... That, that's something I didn't expect. Uh, Puka Nakua Family Origins. What, what the fuck? This is one of the great... Like, wow. This is interesting. Where the fuck is the Nakua family from? Damn, we're Googling this on a fucking full-on show. Hot damn. Alright, that's enough of that rabbit hole. Anyway, uh, welcome to the drive of Puka Nakua. I respect that. Uh, next up, so... If you haven't seen it, because um, you're probably not a Star Wars fan... I haven't seen it, but I'm just... I I just... I I haven't seen any of the shows. Um, Truthfully, I haven't... Outside of Clone Wars, I haven't seen any of the shows. Um, I want to see them, but I'm also fascinated by the reaction to this. So, Ahsoka, which is a Star Wars side series uh, dedicated to... uh, Apparently, yeah, it's canon. Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, Ahsoka Tano, from the Clone Wars series. Yeah, she got her own fucking show now, where she's a grown-ass adult. Cool for her. That's awesome. Hayden Christensen reprises his role as Anakin Skywalker as a fucking Jedi, as a grown-ass man. And that brought that brought some kind, warm and fuzzy feelings to my childhood heart. He loved to see it. I know this because it's fucking everywhere. Let's be real. It's all over Facebook. It's all over Twitter. It's everywhere, dog. 
And the man who was directing these series, Dave Filoni, um, before I say what I'm going to say out of the way, um, there's only seven movies you need to watch, and that's in order, uh, in this specific order. Rogue One, A New Hope, which is Episode 4, Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back, the prequel trilogy, which is 1, 2, 3, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith, and then Return of the Jedi. Seven movies. That's it. Just throw Solo and the sequel trilogy out the window. You can watch them. I don't care. You do you. But, like, I just... It's it's one of those things where like it didn't need to be made, but it was made anyway. But it's like whatever, it's it's whatever you do, you son. But it's just Dave Filoni. God bless you, man. Thank you, thank you, and your nerdiness for bringing life sort of back into Star Wars in a dark age where people are arguing over the sequels good fucking god you've done us all justice and it's like oh jesus the star wars fan base is toxic and they know it i I just like to see the fan base coming together as one and saying thank you dave filoni cool shit we like to see it uh anyway next up so uh that that's nothing really that important. That's probably next week's thing, Maple Leafs. But uh, so the Vince McMahon story, storyline, story arc, whatever you want to call it, is getting weird. So just it's just plain fucking weird. So if you haven't missed it in the business world, WWE and UFC have merged under the Endeavor umbrella. Um. And Vince, old Vincey boy, is getting investigated by the SEC, which I believe is part of the FBI. I I don't fucking know. But anyway, so if what we're reporting is true, don't don't you dare step on shit. Get get your ass off the... Thank you. Don't touch shit. Scat. Scat cat. I was going to be so worried if she touched the pause button or she touched the stop record button. I was going to be mad. So Vince might be getting forced out. After all, if what we are report, if what we're seeing is true, that the SEC could uncover some deep, dark shit uh, on old Vince, then he could get forced out. I mean, he's 78 years old. He's almost 80. Just at some point, you gotta fucking retire, bro. Just like, good God. Now, I know there's like an old report saying like, you'll have to pry WWE from my cold, dead hands. Like, all right, cool. Then give it to your daughter. Give it to your daughter and your son-in-law, Triple H. How about that? That's literally the smartest thing you could fucking do. Just keep it in the family. That's literally the smartest thing you could do. Um, I like to call this the old Ric Flair, where you just hold on to past glory instead of just letting it go. You can't hold on to the past forever. You, You just gotta let shit go. And it's, it's hard to do, but you gotta do it. So, um, 
But we'll continue on with that little skit in a second. Um, but WWE also released some uh, noticeable stars. Uh, the three most noticeable, one of them just got released like 30 minutes ago as we're recording. Uh, Matt Riddle is one of them. That, that's that been incoming for a while. Dolph Ziggler, who has been around for 20 years. I mean, when you think about it, it's not entirely off because he was on the Spirit Squad. Remember that faction? Good Lord. There's also Shelton Benjamin, who it was a crime that that man didn't win at least one world title with WWE. Good God. It is a crime. That man was so obscenely talented, it was ridiculous. But this is this is uh, one of the old, out with the old, in with the new kind of situations where you're trying to bring in a new era of wrestling into WWE. You're seeing it now in the women's side of things with, most notably, Bianca Belair, who's a three-time women's champion. Rhea Ripley has won it twice now. Raquel Rodriguez, there's another one. Uh, EO Sky, the current one of the current women's champions. Um, your Dakota Kai, sort of, depending on how you view these things. Um, Liv Morgan, there's another one who could win the women's Royal Rumble this year, by the way. Uh, in the men's department, Gunther, who's the longest reigning intercontinental champion in history. You're seeing it with Damian Priest. You're seeing it with Dominic Mysterio, funny enough. You're seeing it with Cody Rhodes. You're seeing it with guys, you know, like Tommaso Ciampa, sort of. You're... you're you're seeing it with these guys that are like, holy shit, I remember you from NXT, like, or from other places. Like, you're starting to see that. And it's cool to see because it comes it back with the old holding on to the past analogy. You can't hold on to the past forever. You gotta let shit go. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's cool we got John Cena for a few weeks and the Rock came back, which is nice. That's cool. It brings out nostalgia. Hey, Randy Orton might be coming back from his back injury. You never know. You never know. We got CM Punk back out of exile after seven years, for God's sakes. Granted, in AEW, but he got fired. But yeah, it's whatever. But it's you're starting to see it with the new generation of wrestlers, and it's cool to see. But, yeah, I, I wish them nothing but the best, the, the ones who got recently released. But, you know, it's, it's a cold, it's a business in the end. And that's, you know, that that's what sucks about it. Um, two weird fucking situations. Um, Mel Tucker, who I believe was the Bears defensive coordinator for a while. I fucking believe. Uh... Yeah, it was the Bears defensive coordinator for two years. Wow, good lord. That's, wow. That's shocking. He was an interim head coach? No shit. How about that? Uh, Anyway, so... uh, Mel Tucker, who is now the current... Who is... Well, current. Former head coach at Michigan State. Um... So, he signed a 10-year, $95 million contract extension with Michigan State in November 21. Um, 
earlier this month, um, he, there were there were reports of like sexual harassment or whatever the fuck happened, and it's it's one of those weird situations of so. I don't know. I mean, it's 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 an interesting situation of just good fucking lord. Um, I don't know what to think here. I don't remember the whole report, but he was doing like phone sex with. Um, oh, that's what it was. It, it hit me in the brain. Um, he was doing a. He was jerking off on the phone with a, quote, rape victim. Not even quote, just flat out rape victim. Um, which is, I get it in the in the era of Me Too, I, I fucking understand. And it's completely justified what happened. But like he, Mel Tucker is like coming out with all sorts of statements saying like, hey, it was consensual, blah, 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 blah. It's like, listen. It's common fucking sense. You should have, like, if you knew she was a rape victim, you should have started jerking off on the phone. I get it. Lust is a sin. I completely understand. But, like, good God, keep your dick in your pants. That That's that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, speaking of keeping your dick in your pants, wow, it was an awkward transition. Um, Alan Williams, who is the now former Bears defensive coordinator, um... If you haven't heard or have lived under a rock the last week, I want to say, um, Alan Williams, who came over with Bears head coach Matt Eberflus last year. Uh, spoiler alert, the Bears were terrible last year, but that's not the point. He is the He was defensive coordinator for 19 games. 19? 20 games. Right? 19. Close enough. 19 games for the Bears. Earlier this week, he resigned. Let's just let's just be flatly honest here. He got fired with dignity. That's essentially what happened. And reports are slowly coming out. Most notable... The home of Alan Williams uh, was raided by the FBI with suspicions of possession of child pornography, which in the end of itself is fucking weird because you you see this whole thing. You're like, Jesus Christ, um, that's a weird thing to happen. Um if he is charged with said possession of CP, uh, yo ass better be in jail. I sound horrible. Thank you, allergies. But th- my favorite part of this whole thing, my absolute favorite part, the FBI agent that led this raid is none other than former Bears cornerback Charles Peanut Tillman. That alone makes this story phenomenal. 
I didn't even know he was an FBI agent until earlier this week. That's just, that just blew my mind. Like, Charles Tillman is an FBI agent. Who would have fucking thought? Oh, boy. So, that's, that's a little quick thing. But, um, so, I mentioned earlier about you gotta let the past go. I understand that there is, like, this weird instance, well, not even weird, like, this instance to where you can't let go of the past because, you know, of traumatic experiences and whatnot. I understand that. That I have sympathy for. But if there are certain cases to where you hold on to something like, oh, dude, do you remember that time where, you know, we were in kindergarten or whatever? It's like, yeah, you were five years old and you're almost 30. That's one of those cases where you have to go, just let it go. Like, there are some things that I personally have done from the age of 5 to 18 where I'm like, good lord, uh, why am I holding on to that memory? I need to flush that down the drain or into a safe. I still do that. Like, there are some memories that I've had from, you know, over the last six years, or I'm like, over the last six or seven years, where I'm like, good lord, why do I know that still? That needs to go away now. And it's it comes into this this analogy, out with the old, in with the new. There's nothing wrong with turning over a new leaf. Even if it's something you've done, let's say, stupidly. Like, hey, I, I, I don't know, beat some kid up at a party or whatever. They, I don't know, I beat, I beat up a classmate or whatever. I pulled a kid's pants down in public or whatnot, and you get, you know, ridiculed for that. You, as an adult, can own up to that and say, yeah, I did that. But that's that's in the past, and I've learned from my mistakes, and I've tried my best to grow up and to be a better person. Own up to your mistakes. Own up to what happened. Let the past go. Let let it flow down the creek, as, as Guru Patik said in Avatar The Last Airbender. That's a random throwback, but, you know, it's one of those things where you just, dude, just let it go. Past can hurt more than help. Because most of the time when you remember things from your past, it's most likely to just be bad shit. They just don't want to remember. But it's one of those instances where you got to look at it and say, you know, it's in the past. Nothing I can do about it. Time travel don't exist. Never gonna exist. But you never know with how modern science works. You can't change the past. You can only work on yourself today for a better future. That's it. It helps to look at things with a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Just take what happened then with a grain of salt. Own up to your mistakes. Let the past go. 
That's it. You know what? That's a good way to end things out. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Daniel Smooth. I want to thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Time to BS with Daniel Smooth. Uh, I, I want to keep thanking you guys for, you know, tuning in to this little thing I just, I do for fun. I do for fun. And that's, that's the best part. I do for fun because I enjoy it. And if you listen, great. If you don't, okay. It's fine. Still doing it for fun. I don't give a shit. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it. Thank you for tuning in to episode 187 of Time to Be Able to Daniel Smooth. My name is the aforementioned Daniel Smooth, and I will see you all in this life, and most certainly the next one. Have a good one, guys. Bye.